Hello and welcome back to the IDC Tech Talk podcast. I am your host, Miles Dawson, and today we have a full house of analysts on board to discuss the feedback from our recent CISO summit in Portugal. Here with me in the room, I have the leaders of IDC's uh, security practice in Europe, Dominic Trott and Martin Whitworth. Hi, guys. Hi there. Hi. So I think it'd be great just very quickly if you could give a quick overview of your role, starting with you, Dom. Yeah, so hi, my name is Dominic Trott and I'm the research director of our pan-European privacy and security team. And I'm Martin Whitworth and I'm research director who focuses on privacy and data security. Brilliant. So at the beginning of last week, um, which for anybody listening in the future is the 12th and the 13th of November 2018, IDC held our second annual CISO summit. So Dom, I wonder if you could give us through a quick uh, description of the event and who was attending. Yeah, super. So CISO Summit is the flagship of our security events calendar. It happens in November every year. As you say, this is our second iteration, and it was in um, sunny Sintra near Lisbon in Portugal. We gathered the cream of the CISOs from across Europe, ranging from Ireland in the west or the way through to Romania in the east. Uh, These are either CISOs from major large organisations or from particularly innovative uh, and dynamic companies and people who are thinking about security, not just in the sense of technology, but as a a business enabler. And this, in fact, was the the topic of the event. How to go from security being the team that say no to the team that know, in a sense, they, they know what the business needs and are able to provide it for them. And this was teased out through the the two-day programme through a series of keynotes, workshops, uh, an innovation challenge, which we'll come on to a bit later, uh, a lot of learning, sharing, and hopefully quite a lot of fun was had by all. Brilliant. So I suppose the key goal of uh, today's podcast really is to go through some key takeaways from the event. So uh, Martin, I'd love to pass to you and and get some ideas about what you think of your your key takeaway. I I suppose I'd draw on two miles that you know the the topic of risk came up all the time so risk is everything was was a a, a real message there and particularly tying it to to a theme that resonated really well with the CISOs which was digital trust. Um, I suppose the other thing that I'd I'd call out is there was a, a, a repeated message that we need to get back to basics let's not forget the basics when it comes to security um you know, there's a lot of a lot of mileage still to be done just with basic cyber hygiene. Absolutely. And Dom, how about yourself? Yeah, and and uh, and a reflection of what Martin just said really is that the reason that I think that why risk is such a, a top priority is because it is one of the key conduits for the CISO to start to communicate with and, and influence and increase their role at the board level in terms of driving the direction of the company. Um, lots of questions on how you uh, monitor, manage, quantify and measure that as a result. Um, but the, the, the other angle in terms of the, the, the key element in which CISOs can start to have a bit more of an influence, be a strategic hard, heavy hitter in the business, it, it became apparent that it was around digital trust enabling digital transformation, being a foundation on top of which all these cool, trendy new innovations that the CIO and the CDO like to talk about, without that um, voice of reason of the CISO may not be able to happen or may not be able to happen effectively at all. Absolutely. And just now I'd like to bring in the uh, the panel of analysts we also have on the phone. Romana, I'd like to start with you. What's your takeaway? 
Hi, I'm Romain Fouchois. I'm a research manager um, in the European uh, security practice, and I look at network security and IoT security. And I guess my key takeaway will be around IoT security, which we heard quite quite a bit uh, during the, the CISO summit. First, we heard about the Dutch Ministry of Defense that was talking about the risks that were associated with wearables. We heard it around the printers and the risk of having just one unsecure printer uh, that might be uh, left on the network uh, unattended. And we talked about it quite a bit during the, the, the workshops. And what uh, emerged is that the CISOs are, are, are worried, uh, of course, about the expanded, uh, the expanded attack surface that's uh, linked to IoT with the introduction of many devices, but also about the lack of trust, again, uh, in those said devices, but also the lack of visibility. So visibility on the network, understanding exactly uh, what kind of device is there uh, and who, who, who do they speak with, but also the, the what's happening within the organization itself. So this lack of visibility, because a lot of the IoT deployments might come from um, the line of business. So it might be small uh, deployments and the system might not be uh, involved in so they don't know exactly what's happening and what's coming what's coming on the on, on these uh, networks so that was actually one of the of uh, of the messages from uh, Aruba during one of the panels is that they were asking about who um, was responsible for IOT security within the organization and, and the second most uh, Second largest answers was I don't know. So really, there's uh, this importance of uh, of uh, talking about IT security um, that needs to be addressed by all the different IT teams and as well as by the technology in itself. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much for that, uh, Romana. Constantine, you're up next. Hey, my name is Constantine Richkov. I am a research manager for European Security Solutions. Uh, team and well my responsibility is software with a bunch of competitive markets attached so what is my core takeaway is that we right now are witnessing the shift uh, in the focus of CISO from technology to risk management and operations spreading into broader organization not only focused on security or IT realm threat intelligence in majority of organizations is at early stage of adoption uh, and nevertheless, there is a clear understanding that this is something that can save you big time. There is a great example from uh, a bank in Europe, which I cannot name, uh, which actually stated that if they had threat intelligence before the breach, the breach would never happen. And this is a clear indication of how industry-specific, geo-specific, and infra-specific uh, threat intelligence information can benefit your organization uh, in the long run in strategic uh, security. And additionally, you can always count on the insight from the dark side, which is not normally available uh, for security professionals. From the managed security services perspective, there's been a clear duality in opinions of the, the benefits, which is ultimate way of offloading complexity, uh, bringing agility and flexibility to the team, actually 
enabling business uh, because now you don't need to go through all the security uh, hassle and risk management because you get a clear reporting. But the downside uh, of using multiple managed security service providers is the fact that you need a clear management and management which is not currently available in the market. And uh, CISOs are looking for the options of how to do that. Uh, risk management, again, for, it's not only a benefit, it also is a downside because risk management from multiple security services doesn't give you a clear picture. And uh, again, you need to uh, orchestrate and understand what is the output and how that compares to something that can you build and you can build in house. I will be it from my side. Thanks a lot, Constantine. Um, Jen, how about you? So hi, Jen Thompson. I'm heading up our apps dev and deploy research and our DevOps practice here in Europe. So my, I guess my key takeaway was actually getting a glimpse of the of the struggle or the challenge that security has in driving and accelerating business change and innovation. And I think to Dom's point, um, kind of becoming this business enabler, um, it was certainly clear from conversations that I had at the event that there was, you know, an increasing number of CISOs that understand the importance of a more collaborative way of working and enabling um, a business that is secure by design. And I think that, you know, there was evidence that, you know, there is a number of CISOs that are very advanced and mature in their knowledge, adoption, and implementation of DevOps. These guys are in the minority. Um, but from a certain point of view, it is clear that security has a fundamental role to play here. Um, but it's got to be embedded within these DevOps teams that are spinning up um, and not just viewed as a uh, consultant or a consultancy role that sits at the sides. Um, it really requires kind of true integration across roles. Um, many of the challenges in kind of this integration revolve around um, a misalignment in the language, in the culture, in the KPIs, in the skill sets of the people. Um, and certainly from, you know, conversations and kind of digging beneath the surface, you know, there has to be kind of a minimum viable security um, understanding and almost skill sets embedded into each member of a DevOps team. Um, and fundamentally, there needs to be kind of security feedback loops that go from planning to testing to operations. Um, but at the end of the day, I got a really clear picture that CISOs can be cool. Um, and certainly, you know, uh, there are CISOs out there that are driving the DevOps revolution in their organizations. Thank you very much, Jen. That's great. And uh, last but not least, we're going to just cover the innovation challenge. And for that, we have our chief analyst, Phil Carter. Super. Thanks, Miles. Um, and uh, hello to everyone. Phil Carter, chief analyst for IDC in Europe. And I had the pleasure of running the innovation challenge uh, for the first time ever at the CISO summit with my colleagues, uh, Jen Thompson and Danielle Hernandez. Um, and uh, the objective of this innovation challenge was really to create a bit of a learning adventure for the attendees to create uh, the city of the future using Lego, um, but making sure that that city was secure by design, kind of building into the security theme. So we had 10 teams, uh, 10 industries, all creating their element of that city of the future. And building on what Jen was saying earlier, 
the objective was to show the world how cool the CISOs are, um, because this is linked to Dom's feedback on the role of the CISO in the context of digital transformation um, and enabling some of the business outcomes that digital transformation needs to uh, to bring to the table. Um, so. Uh, what we tried to to do with the innovation challenge was to get the teams to experience agile um, and show and kind of bring security into the whole innovation process. So embed security into the whole innovation process to ensure that it was clear that there was a balance that needed to be struck between security and openness. Um, especially when you think about 82% um, of the revenues, according to our prediction, will be coming from ecosystem-driven business models in the future. So secure data sharing and digital trust, again, to Dom's point earlier, will be core to the business, will be absolutely critical to the business. Um, so security moves away from being a, a risk or cost center towards a, a revenue-generating uh, uh, business unit as well. And that's why this notion of sec DevOps or rugged DevOps is critical to be embraced by the CISOs. Um, and that's what we got them to, to, to look into. Uh, we also encouraged them to start to uh, talk the same language as the business using some of the tools that we put in place around this agile experience that we leveraged um, and, and show how security can operate at the speed of innovation. Um, and I think we did manage to show the world how, how cool the CISOs are. Um, and, and there were some great outcomes from that. Uh, and we, we uh, delivered uh, according to the expectations. Uh, I don't know what you think, Dom. Does that make sense? Yeah, I was really impressed by the degree of buy-in. I have to admit, I had my worries, uh, given the security crowd and the uh, potential uh, reluctance, but the degree of buy-in really impressed me. And, and people went for it. And as you say, they showed that uh, hashtag CISOs are cool. Okay, absolutely. They are cool, Dom. I think we proved that. And uh, if anyone would like to see the creations from the different teams from the Innovation Challenge, please take a look at on Twitter to the hashtag IDCCISO18. You'll also see a range of, of different elements of the overall event uh, and the ultimate winner of the Innovation Challenge, which was the logistics table uh, with an amazing outcome around how resilient logistics were going to define how goods and services and people are going to be transported in that Lego city of the future in 2028. Okay, thank you everybody. Uh, thank you to Dom, thank you to Martin, and thank you to our panel of analysts as well. Um, but I'm afraid that is all the time we have for today. Uh, please join us next time when we'll be analysing another trend or issue facing the IT industry in Europe. You can follow us on SoundCloud or your favourite podcast app, and please don't forget to get in touch with us on LinkedIn, on YouTube, or on Twitter, where you can find us at IDC and Mir. Uh, we will be publishing a post-event report on idc.com about the CISO Summit, so please keep your eye out for that. And in the description of the podcast, we'll also post a link to the highlights video that we produced, um, so you can see a little bit about how the event went. Thank you all very much, and see you next time.